Welcome to CCAP Across the Maps podcast, What the Health, where we cover a variety of health topics in the form of personal stories and educational episodes. I'm Michael McPhee, and I'll be one of your hosts. I'm Shoba Lakshmanarian, and I'll be your other host. For season two, episode two, we will, we will be speaking with the co-founders of CCAP Across the Map, CEO Jillian Lever and COO Hunter Ackerley, to learn about the initiative CCAP in Ghana. Jillian and Hunter, welcome back. Thank you so much for joining us again on the podcast to share more about CCAP Across the Maps initiatives. So today we're talking about CCAP in Ghana. Can you give us an overview of what that project was like? Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Michael and Shoba, for having Hunter and myself back on What the Health. So to answer your question, our project CCAP in Ghana was successfully launched in the capital of Accra, Ghana, back in July 2022, with our partners, Servca is Real, and the Ghana Registered Midwives Association, or GRMA for short. Servca is Real is a Ghana-based non-governmental organization, an NGO, that also works to decrease the rate of cervical cancer, similar to ourselves, but Servca is Real specifically works in Ghana. And then the GRMA is another NGO that helps protect the interests and welfare of Ghanaian midwives. In our CCAP in Mexico podcast episode, we discussed how we taught the community health workers about cervical cancer prevention. Now, this is, of course, in line with our mission, but the CCAP in Ghana launch was the first time that we had the opportunity to launch our expanded educational curriculum as the health of the cervix is disparaged if the rest of the body is not in good health. So first, we hosted a one-week-long series of educational seminars for A, prevention of five female-specific cancers, which included cervical, breast, ovarian, uterine, and vaginal, as well as prevention of both viral and bacterial sexually transmitted infections, STIs for short, and then B, we also did mental health maintenance for patients with a medical diagnosis through hosting community support groups for patients. These educational seminars were geared specifically towards midwives, and we're very happy to report that we were able to train 42 midwives from across different cities surrounding Accra. In addition to hosting our educational seminars, we hosted corresponding hands-on practical training in prevention of female-specific cancers and STIs for those 42 midwives. These practicals included visual inspection using acetic acid, otherwise known as VIA, for cervical cancer screening, self-breast exams for breast cancer screening, wrist factor assessment for general female-specific cancers with a focus on ovarian cancer, pelvic exams, and a safe sex practical with a focus on contraception. While our week-long project launch was very successful, Hunter and I, as well as the rest of the internal CCAP across the map team, place a huge emphasis on sustainably educating health workers, including midwives. So we made sure that we also donated all relevant educational materials that corresponded to the reviewed content. Uh, these materials took the form of printed booklets and cheat sheets for personal use by the midwives, as well as posters that have since been hung in various public hospitals and clinics that the midwives work at. Additionally, we donated all necessary medical equipment, including vaginal speculums for cervical cancer screening to one of the main and oldest hospitals in the region called Achimota Hospital. We also got the chance to go to Le Inobal Junior High School to give a talk to 50 girls ages about 10 to 12 about prevention of STIs and teenage pregnancy. 
as well as the importance of staying in school to obtain an education. Our partner specifically requested we give this talk due to the high incidence rate of teenage pregnancy in the area and subsequent lack of pursuing higher education that goes along with that. So this was a really meaningful experience for our team. Lastly, we had the opportunity to give 18 patients free VIA exams for cervical cancer screening at once again, that oldest hospital that I was just talking about, Achimoto Hospital. That sounds like a really well-rounded project launch with a lot of really amazing parts. We talked about this a lot in the last episode about CCAP in Mexico, but I think it's important to talk about it again here today. What do you all do to ensure that the educational information you are sharing with these midwives serves them and the needs of the community? Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. That's so important to talk about here again today. So as mentioned not too long ago in the CCAP in Mexico podcast episode, prior to launching any initiative, whether it's international or domestic, we first conduct a needs assessment based on demographic and health data for the region that we're working in. Then when we form our partnerships, we really look to work with people and organizations who are very connected with and truly understand the needs of their community. Now, this method helps us to have a much more personal understanding of the community needs and in conversations with our partners and the community members who we work with, we then determine our specific educational curriculum and what corresponding educational materials are needed. We also conduct impact assessments to measure the efficacy of our educational curriculum. Uh, so how this works is that first, we gather a baseline knowledge level for the midwives prior to giving our presentations, and then we gather the knowledge level afterwards to measure the improvement. Now stay with me here, I'm about to spout out a lot of numbers, but for our CCAP and Ghana lunch, we found there was a 22% increase in knowledge about prevention of cervical cancer with average post-test score of 100%, 6% increase in knowledge about prevention of breast cancer with average post-test score of 100%, 6% increase in knowledge about prevention of ovarian cancer with average post-test score of, you guessed it, 100%, 10% increase in knowledge about prevention of uterine cancer with average post-test score of, not a shock, 100%, 14% increase in knowledge about prevention of vaginal cancer with average post-test score of 90%, 7% increase in knowledge about prevention of bacterial STIs with average post-test score of 100%, 13% increase in knowledge about prevention of viral STIs with average post-test score of 100%, and then lastly, a 24% increase in knowledge about mental health maintenance with average post-test score of 100%. These data were very, very encouraging and highlighted the efficacy of our expanded educational curriculum, which was even better data for us since it was our first time launching it. In addition to all of that, we also directly asked the midwives for feedback about how our practicals were useful to them to measure um, just generally what they think about them. So we found that 95% of the midwives found that VIA training to be useful. 100% of the midwives found the self-breast examination training to be useful. 94% of the midwives found the pelvic practical to be informative. 100% of the midwives found the ovarian cancer practical to be useful. And 100% of the midwives found the contraception practical to be useful as well. Well, it sounds like you learned a lot 
from being in Ghana and carrying out this project launch. In what ways are you going to continue to serve the community? So with our established partnerships, primarily with Surfka is Real, we have a satellite team with which we are organizing ongoing free screening and educational events for members of the Ghanaian community. Additionally, after such a great successful launch with training the first group of midwives, we have plans to hold another training seminar for more midwives within the next year. I'm really looking forward to that. So if I can go back to the beginning, how did this project first come to be? So Hunter and I actually met Servka is Real on Instagram back in 2019 when they reached out to us. And we've been planning this partnership largely over the use of WhatsApp for the last three years. While Hunter and I were in Ghana, we actually pulled up our old direct messages on Instagram for all of us to cherish. And it was a really heartwarming experience to see how far we've come. Social media is overall a great tool for initiating connections and dispersing education. So we're so glad that we were able to form something so meaningful, almost entirely virtually, since the Surfka is Real team and the CCAP Across the Map team actually met for the first time in person at the airport the day prior to the project launch. Wow, that's really crazy. Since the CCAP Across the Map team and Servka Israel team met the first time only the day prior to the project launch, were there any bumps in the road? Well, as I'm sure you can imagine, planning a project launch of this magnitude was definitely challenging. So prior to Jillian and I leaving for Ghana, we hit what felt like was every bump in the road. Scheduling difficulties, budgeting complexities because of all the monetary conversions, just general travel issues, getting used to different cultural things and norms in the airports, you name it, and we probably experienced it. But once we actually got to Ghana, our teams immediately meshed really, really well, which paved the way for a smooth launch. In fact, within the first moments of our team meeting, the Surfka is Real team took Hunter and myself to, you guessed it, Kentucky Fried Chicken, KFC. And all I have to say about that is that KFC in Ghana is way better than KFC back here in the States. Uh, and after we got our food and we checked out the venue, their team immediately started making fun of Hunter and myself for having difficulties opening the door to the venue, since for some reason the doorknob was just way different. Hunter and I were not used to it. Uh, before you ask, yes, those videos of us not being able to unlock the door do in fact exist. Uh, so we like to say that our two teams are a match made in heaven and now in retrospect that the project launch is done, we joke about the bumps in the road that we hit both prior to the launch, which, Hunt, which Hunter talked a little bit about, and even during the launch, since no launch is ever 100% perfect. The Surfka's real team even actually took us out to explore Accra the day before we left after the launch had been totally completed for the project. And we ended up visiting some really beautiful and cool places. I think we went to the Botanical Garden, the University of Ghana, and then we also went to a beach. So the Surfka's real team is actually really dead set on Jillian and I going back to Ghana and actually back to the Botanical Garden where they have this suspended obstacle course. And so um, they want to challenge us when we come back. So of course, we'll be rigorously <laughs> training for that in the next several months. And you can stay, stay tuned to see that video footage. I'm sure I'm not alone in being excited to see that. And what a cool connection to have with the Surfka's real team. I always like to ask the question, what was your favorite memory of this initiative? It's so difficult to pinpoint one exact memory since 
just candidly speaking, the entire experience was so life-changing, but I would definitely have to say that conducting the educational seminars was collectively my favorite part of the launch because while Hunter and I were the ones who were leading them, they were just such a huge, largely collaborative effort between us, Servka is Real, the GRMA, and the midwives who attended the seminars. And it was just beyond incredible to see every single person learning from everyone else who was in attendance. Additionally, going to the school and getting to speak with those girls was just such an empowering experience for everyone since those girls are so bright and talented. So that was also an experience that I'll never forget. My favorite memory was after the week-long training was actually completed. The midwives were all saying their goodbyes and talking about their plans for utilizing the information and education they all just received for their clients. And these 42 midwives were all from different regions in Ghana, but there was such a strong sense of camaraderie and connectedness over the same goal of helping clients that everyone was so excited and passionate about. And it was just really amazing to see that energy in a room full of people dedicated to helping others. Is there anything else you would like to share about CCAP in Ghana? Well, as per usual, we would just really love to thank our incredible partners, specifically Servco is Real and the GRMA, and also the midwives and the patients we screened, and all other parties who made this project come to life. It's really an honor to be able to do the work that we do. I completely agree with Hunter. This project would not have happened without our incredible internal CCAP Across the Map team, including our two hosts today, Michael and Shoba, as well as our external partners, Servka is Real and the GRMA, as well as the Ghanaian community between the patients and the incredible midwives we had the opportunity to work with, as Hunter just mentioned. There's nothing greater than just seeing all of us put our hands together to save the cervix. We'd like to thank Jillian and Hunter for coming on our second podcast episode of season two of What the Health and sharing their experience in launching the initiative CCAP in Ghana. Stay tuned for our next episode and give us a follow on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and TikTok at CCAP Across the Map. You can additionally stay up to date with us on our YouTube channel and through our website, ccapglobal.org. Thanks for listening to What the Health, and we'll catch you next time.